0: The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolman, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day.
1: Yes, yeah, so a very good
0: afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA on this Tuesday. As you heard, all thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Well, when you look at what happened uh, with the, the trade today, it was you know fairly quiet, really, when you look over the scheme of things. Um, Although we did get our first player trade done with James Harms during the Western Bulldogs, Ben Mackay's free agency move to North Melbourne was also made official with the Roos receiving pick number three as compensation. And there was, however, no movement on Essendon's other likely free agent acquisition in Jade Gresham. Here on this side of the country, we're talking about a contracted player in Lockie Schultz who appears due to personal reasons and more family reasons, uh, needs to return back to Victoria. And his preferred club reportedly is Collingwood, who are prepared to look at a four-year deal with a trigger for a fifth year. Now, Peter Bell, who's the head of the football department and operations at the Fremantle Football Club, has been called upon to justify exactly what's transpired. And this is what he had to say when he found out about the trade request and contract status regarding Lockie Schultz?
1: Yeah, start with the the contract part. Yeah, he hit a contract trigger during the year for an additional uh, year on his contract through to the end of 2024. Um, We've also had and been in discussions with with Lockie and his management um, around a a further contract extension on on top of that for an additional uh, couple of years as well. So um, that's been ongoing. Um, we were advised uh, on yeah yesterday morning um, that, uh, that that Lockie was after being back in Victoria for a period of time was interested in a move to Collingwood. Um, look, with the context and background that you do have, um, and the nature of trade period, you're you never. Um, completely surprised, but I um, mean, and I want to be really careful here as well. And this is not critical of Lockie, but we'd had conversations around him where we given a commitment to to play through uh, to his contract to continue those negotiations. So on that basis, I guess there was a, there was an element of surprise that the request came, given that you know our list manager had, had those conversations with him and his manager, but acknowledging. Clearly, that circumstances can change and change pretty quickly, and, and that seems to be the case with Lock.
0: Mm, so that's uh, the significant story again today for the good oil for Cobram Estate premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. But the big question is, and Peter Bell was asked about it on the Fremantle Football Club regularly losing players over the last two or three seasons. Yeah,
1: they're, they're, they're differing differing cases, and you know every case is different. Um, there's there's some layers to a locky situation that, that we understand. Um, I wouldn't use the term anger. Uh, frustration is fair and, and disappointment. Um, that, that I think that's a fairer way of putting it, and that's what every club deals with when they have players who, who ask to leave or, or see greater opportunity elsewhere, depending on the circumstances, of course. But, yeah, I think anger would be a bit over the top, but definitely disappointment, yeah.
0: And what about on the concern of losing players?
1: No, I think you look at them case by case, Damo, and and look, I think every club would say this every now and again, there's one or two you'd love to keep, and that's certainly the case for us as well. There's also a large contingent that that go with our support as well to to seek greater opportunity. And there's players at the time, and i use Chez as an example, who we loved in his time here at at Fremantle and is a great teammate, really solid character. And at the time, we're thinking, oh, you know, we really don't want to lose him and and he's a great player and and a great character. But we're able to turn... Uh, the pick from Adam Cherry into Jai Amos, who, who kicks 40 goals as a 19-year-old key forward.
0: And looks really um, and good, doesn't really he? Hard, yeah,
1: yeah. And, looks really, and they're really hard to find. So change in and of itself... Mm-hmm. Um, can sometimes offer you great opportunity as well. And, look, Phil's well-equipped to talk about it. GWS have had a, a, for a variety of different reasons, but, you know, a high turnover of players as well. And yet yeah, they were unbelievably competitive and, and keep uh, more often than not performing at the spiky end of the ladder.
0: So there you go, Peter Bell, uh, the uh, football head of the football department uh, talking about Lockie Shorts. Your thoughts on what, He had to say on AFL Trade Radio today, which you can hear on SEN, AFL Trade Radio, uh, whether it appears for mine that they really haven't got much of an option. It appears that Lockie Schultz, for personal reasons and and family-based reasons, needs to return at the request, possibly of his partner, to Melbourne. And Lockie is in a situation where... If those circumstances hadn't prevailed, he'd probably be quite happy to spend next season at Fremantle. And as Peter Bell mentioned, there was even in the wings an opportunity to try and even extend his tenure at the Fremantle Football Club. But that all is now certainly up in the air. Whether he chooses to play next year uh, with his partner supposedly going back to Melbourne remains to be seen. But it appears that uh, Lockie at this stage is supportive of his partner and feels probably for the, for family reasons and personal reasons he should be heading back with her to Victoria. Uh, that uh, update, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed, In Northern Victoria, the lead story of today. Now, for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Just a couple of other bits and pieces of sport that have been happening now. Cricket is set to make an Olympic comeback for the first time in 128 years after being proposed for inclusion at the 2028 LA Games. If accepted, that would lock it in also for Brisbane in 2032. Other sports on the list for inclusion in L.A. are flag football. Can someone tell me what flag football is? That's included possibly at the L.A. games. Hey, do you know what flag football is? No, that is a real blank look. Now, get on the Tempera bedshed text machine, please, and educate me, 0487 736 736. What is flag football? Okay. well, anyway, we'll see what our listeners have to say. Now, Hida has actually told me something in my headphones. I didn't get it all, but something about ripping things out. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Also included could be lacrosse, squash, baseball and softball. The latter two have featured at several Olympics, but will not be played next year in Paris. But it looks like cricket, T20... Could be at the LA Games, and we'll know soon. And talks between Super Netball Players and Netball Australia have broken down over a new collective player agreement, according to the Australian Netball Players Association. Now, the Australian Netball Players Association have stated players believe they had bent over backwards to make significant concessions without similar moves from Netball Australia. And they've called for mediation to achieve a breakthrough. A couple of the major stories in other sports, all thanks to Polaris' plate clearance deals on now. Save $2,000 on the Ranger 1000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. What's that sport again? It is flag football. If you know what it is, educate this gentleman that's on radio at the moment that is talking to you about flag football. 0487 736 736. On the other side of the break, we're going to go to India because a World Cup is on. Now, forget about the Rugby World Cup. We spoke to Mickey Collis last night on the Shamozzle regarding the Wallabies. In fact, they're flying back to Australia as we speak. There's another World Cup. And can we do better there uh, with Australia? They lost their first game against India. Their next match is on Thursday against South Africa. South Africa clobbered Sri Lanka for 428 runs the other night and there were three centurions. We know it's a long competition and the top four get through to the semis and everybody plays each other. But you don't want to start zero and two. And there's a couple of games currently underway as well. And we'll bring you up to date with those uh, as well. I think it's England taking on Bangladesh and Sri Lanka taking on Pakistan. So we're going to speak to Bharat uh live from India on the other side of the break. And a bit later on, we're going to talk to Perth Glory because it's their season launch tomorrow A big breakfast at Fraser's Restaurant to launch the A-League men's and women's season. And a man that was brought over last year, uh, who is an attacking midfielder, probably scored the goal of the season for the glory in that come-from-behind 3-2 victory against the Western Sydney Wanderers, is Aaron McKennaff. I'm going to find more about his backstory. He's got a very interesting backstory and also we'll ask him a couple of questions on how he feels the Perth glory will fare this season. So don't go away. Stay with us. We'll go to the subcontinent next here on Sports Day WA.